You're listening to The Run Home with Kim and Beef. Thanks to MG Motor NZ, performance retold with MG4 Electric. And you can catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass only on DAZN. Visit nfldazone.com forward slash NFL. Time now for our Rugby World Cup update. Well, in case you didn't know, there's a uh, somewhat important game of rugby taking place on Sunday morning, which is why we're talking Wales-Argentina today. No, just joking. Obviously, Ireland are up against the All Blacks. Biggest game in four years for the All Blacks. We'll hear from Ian Foster and a couple of his players shortly. First, though, how are the Irish feeling about this match? Let's hear now, courtesy of the VMTV team, from former Irish internationals Shane Horgan and Rob Kearney and ex-Scotland coach Matt Williams. Look, it's... it's it's a cigarette paper again between these teams. And it, it's it's going to be who turns up on the night. Mm. But the challenge New Zealand will pose is, fu- yeah. you know, it's, it's different, but it's great. And i tell you why he said that, because I think, um, you know, his, history does mean something here. Yeah. You know, there, there is an, there, just New Zealand, ex- two things they expect. Even what's gone on the last two years, they expect to win quarterfinals of the World Cup yeah. and they expect to beat Ireland. Yeah. Right? That actually, that's, that's a good starting point for them. As I said, their trajectory in this competition is going up. Their individual skill level is super strong. You can see the fingerprints of Joe Smith on them as well. Okay. So they're, they're breaking teams down from first phase because they've analysed them so well. Mm. Um, but um, are Ireland capable of delivering a performance that can beat New Zealand? Absolutely, categorically, yes, is the answer to that. Mm. Um, they didn't, and Andy Farrell mentioned it, they didn't deliver a perfect performance there or they haven't this World Cup. Um, but if they deliver close to a perfect performance against New Zealand, they can certainly beat them. And, and as Rob has been saying over and over again, Ireland are laser-focused on the quarter-final. That's, you know, that's, their, that's, the, that's their focus point. And is it, is it the weight of history that's just swinging you a touch towards the black side? I think so. I think that's what it is. Um, I do think... That, I think this New Zealand team is is better than we saw mm. um, either against the Springboks um, in, in the warm-up game and there was a player off for that um, and certainly against France they made they made some really fundamental mistakes I hadn't seen a New Zealand team make as many basic mistakes as that maybe ever because we you know in our era New Zealand just didn't make mistakes. Didn't mm. never drop the ball. Is sometimes you think how you know how have they retained the ball possession for so long without making mistakes. Mm. Um, so I don't. I expect a higher level of performance than that. And uh, you know, if they deliver that, then you know it's, it's difficult. Yeah. It's going to be very difficult to right. beat this side. I just and so one counterpoint because if if it wasn't you saying this, then I would have quoted Shane Horgan to you to whoever you uh, were in a parallel universe so Shane Horgan has said that this Irish team confounds the weight of history and confounds our expectations so let's not worry about the weight of history yeah and listen they are with every passing game in this World Cup with every performance they are turning a page on history and I really hope yeah. and pray that they do but until they do they're still shackled with that weight okay without doubt and there's another layer to that. Do you think New Zealand want to get square with a green jersey? Yeah. Do you think New Zealand aren't humiliated and embarrassed about what Ireland did down in the shaky Isles two years ago? Like mm. the, the New Zealanders really, really want this game. Do you think Joe's not winding them up? That's their icing on their Oh, yeah, 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 100%, 100%. 
Oh, you can feel the nerves from here, can't you? A very, very anxious Ireland uh, will be watching that game come Sunday morning and a very anxious New Zealand as well. I don't know if I've ever seen a game with so much of the surrounding punditry uh, from either side being filled with so much cautious optimism, hope, dread, and the kind of feelings you get from all of them. Anyway, into the All Blacks camp we go now. Coach Ian Foster asked by a certain News Hub rugby editor, <clears throat> good work husband, why Mark Talia missed selection? Yeah, breach of protocol, um, nothing major, but uh, enough to keep me out of selection for this week, so um, still nothing. It's trained well. Happens. How disappointing to have that happen in such an important week, though. Oh, it is what it is. So it's just for us, it's pretty clean cut. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. And we, we've dealt with it as a team, moved on. So. Um you're not one for detail in these situations, are uh, the All Blacks? Text here as well. Was Mark's quarterfinal stand down warranted? I suppose it's a matter of opinion, right? From the sounds of what we're hearing from over in France, he breached curfew. Now, it may not sound like the sort of offence that in the normal world is punishable by missing out on the biggest game or what would be the biggest game of his career. Uh, however, from an all-black standpoint, I suppose, what, like, why would you? Why would you go out and do something like that in a week leading up to the biggest game of your career? This is a time when everything is under such intense scrutiny. Every decision is questioned and everyone needs to be on board with what the team are doing. And if this is a breach of that, then they probably feel like there has to be some discipline. Otherwise, you're starting potentially down a bit of a slippery slope. I mean, I do in some ways feel for Mark Tlair if this is in fact the case. Um, it's, I mean, it's of his own making, of course. However, that's the, the sort of mistake uh, that you make once and then berate yourself for the rest of your life, probably. Anyway, Fozzie was also asked if the team uh, has lent on the test match week in Johannesburg last year when they were big outsiders to beat the box and produced that excellent performance. I don't think the past matters. You know, I think you learn a lot from the past, but you learn it at the time and, and it becomes part of who you are and it becomes part of us as a team. That This team's ready. Um, We've prepared well with this in mind. You know, if you look at this year, we've, you know, the whole thing is about getting ready for a World Cup and to make sure we're primed to perform at this stage of the tournament. And so um, we're excited by it. We, we know that the size of the challenge, we know how, how good Ireland are, and, and they deserve all the performance they get. But, um, you know, it's playoff rugby is, is about who's best on the day. And to the big selection call now. Why Finlay Christie is on the bench over Cam Roygaard. We just felt it's horses for courses for this particular game. We, we like, we just think Finlay's got an edge defensively. We think there's a lot of action likely to happen around the ruck defensively. And, and, we, um, and we've been delighted with Cam's form and in a different type of game. But it might have gone slightly differently. But this one here, we, we've, we've gone for that. Well, one player the All Blacks will need to be at his best, no doubt, Artie Savia. Here, Artie speaks on the challenge of the dynamic Irish loose forward trio. 
Yeah, mate, they're, they're real class. Um, Doris and Van der Fleur. Um, only they, you know, they've been playing together for many, many years, and I feel like you know, they just they just look like they're clicking and in sync. Um, so um, it's a it's kind of like a, a great challenge for us to go out go out and battle against a loose trio like that. So um, yeah, really looking forward to it to the battle, but also know it's going to be a massive challenge. Yeah, unfortunately, it's uh, not just the loose Ford trio who look like they're clicking and in sync. Let's be honest, this is a team that's been playing together now for a long time. They look like it. They are a cohesive unit, but therein lies the beauty of the battle. Finally, let's have a listen to Richie Moonga and what it's like heading into an elimination game as underdogs. Um, as a player, it's not a biggie for us. Uh, none of the boys are on the TAB or Bet365 punting, so um, it's not a biggie. That'd be a breach of protocol as well. That is, yeah. Um, so it's not a biggie for us. So it's you can't um, show away from the fact how great this island team is, uh, what they've done the last couple of years. Um, defensively, a really sound team, and. Um, able to put teams in some pressure moments because of their set piece and the way they play the game. Um, and they're the best team in the world right now. Uh, we don't have to be the best team in the world now, we're gonna be the best on the day and that's Saturday. So that's um, a real target for us and something we're looking forward to. Oh, surely they've all put a bit on the uh, Everest Mega Millions though. Even I have. What fun. Uh, that is the Run Homes Rugby World Cup update. Now time for the Rugby World Cup schedule with Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. So from 3.30am on Sunday, October the 15th, Wales versus Argentina, Sam Hewitt and Steve Devine on the call for that one. And then the big one, Ireland, New Zealand from 7am on Sunday. You can hear the dulcet tones of Daniel McCarty and Corey Jane as they build up to an 8am kickoff in the quarterfinal of the weekend. On Monday, the others, the others, Monday, October the 16th, uh, England versus Fiji first up. We are on air from 3.30am, Sam Hewitt and Steve Devine once more on the call for that one. Nice early start for those boys and on the Monday, France versus South Africa, the other massive quarterfinal of this Rugby World Cup from 7.30am for build-up, Sumo Stevenson and Ant Stran on the call for that one. That's with Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Right, Paddy Gower is on our press box. 4.25 for an uh, election sporting crossover special. We'll be back with some of your texts right after this.